So, man, let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop-offs. Man, you think you're the only one out here working, B? Gotta make drop-offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. All right, man. Welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people who you got on the uh, podcast, man? Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy Tree, man. Tree up on this joint, man. I know what's going on. How you feeling, man? Feeling blessed, brother. Feeling great. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, one of the things I like to do on my podcast, you know what I'm saying, is provide a platform for everybody, especially my people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that's, that's one of the things I like to do. Anybody with a story, uh, anybody, yeah. No, nah, finish. You can finish. Bro. I'm saying anybody with a story, anybody that's doing anything that's that's that that's other than nothing. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to know about it. So that's why uh, when you when you email me, I definitely I was intrigued from the first from the first message. So if you could, I'll just let you take it from here. Yeah, my name is Tree. Uh, so yeah, man, I heard about the, I saw the podcast. I saw what you was doing, man. Saw that you was you know opening your platform up for any you know any local artists or. Uh, you know, anybody with a story to tell. So I wanted to just tap in with you and, you know, tell you my story. So I'm 27 years old currently. Uh, in 2012, I was 18 years old. I got shot and paralyzed July 1st. It was like two o'clock in the morning. What, what, what kind of situation was that? You know what I'm saying? Was it, was it, was it for you? Was you outside? Was it a drive by? What is that something you could talk about? Gotcha. Says you, you got your mind on mute. Yeah, my fault. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got some food that just got delivered outside. I ain't want to be yelling and shit. Oh, um, what was your question, brother? You said, um, oh, the shooter. So yeah, we rolled through a um block out west. It was like two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the government, the government done created circumstances in our neighborhoods where. You know, you can have a gun faster than you can get a job. Exactly. You know, uh, they also <laughs> created the, uh, the fatherless household. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a mixture of things led to me getting shot. Like, uh, come in, a young, young shorty with a gun, man, with, with no self, with no real self esteem, no real self worth. Mm-hmm. So, like, he got to prove himself to his niggas and probably the little females that was around. So uh, yeah, it was pretty so, random. So though. so was it so was it like a bang out? Was it like motherfucker slid on y'all? What, what, what was that like? Because uh, I just I hear a lot. A lot of, okay, okay. Now we ride through that shit. You know, we had drunk. You know, I'm in the car. I'm in the car with my um. Oh, so you caught uh, one through the door of the car? Yeah, through the door of the car. Oh, yeah. Now, now I'm in the car with my main my main circle of friends. Now I had you know everybody got more than one group of friends, but this right. particular group of friends I was with. They ain't no street. They well, they ain't gonna say they ain't street niggas, but they right. went out here shooting niggas. They went out. That's how that shit be, though. Most of us in the car head, most of everybody in the car head, jobs, shit like that. So mm-hmm. we just ran around trying to enjoy our night. Now we, now we in a vino though, so it's we jackball in the vino and shit. So we look like any other group of hood niggas. Mm-hmm. So shit. What, what, so what year you so, said this was? What some of this was? This was in 2012. Oh yeah, I was busting ass so much for. Yeah, it's too bad. Summer, summer 2012, Joe. Chief keep you type mm-hmm. shit. That's a little bust. Now, uh, yeah, they blow out, they blew our shit down. They, uh, 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 blew that bitch down. My homie don't take me to West Suburban, but you know, they don't got no trauma in West uh-huh. Suburban. So I had to sit there bleeding and dying and shit. Where you, where me. you get hit at? I got hit in the back. Okay. So, so when you got hit, was it, and, and you paralyzed now, when you got hit, was that something that you instantly knew? Did you instantly, you know what I'm saying, know something was wrong and that you was okay? Or was it just like shock and you was just one second? Oh, no, it's crazy because, um, when I first got hit, cause I was sitting up, I was in the back of the van, I was sitting up, mm-hmm. drinking and shit. So when I got hit, instantly fell back, fell right back, and I couldn't get up. And, uh, I ain't know I was paralyzed. I just, I ain't know I was shot. I ain't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm laying and shit. You said you ain't know you were shot either? No. So you just know you just fell back. You, you ain't got no yeah. control over. Well, I fell back and I'm hearing the shooting and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing, I'm hearing like the bullets flying and shit. The shit coming through the car. I'm hearing the shit hit the car. I'm hearing the glass out the window. Was it, was it return fire or they was just tearing the van up? 
Well, it just tend to be. We had to put the gun up because okay. uh, the last the last two weeks. I'm just saying because motherfucker applying that pressure like that on that van, Joe, that's a big ass target. I know they was hitting that bitch with air bullet, man. Yeah, but it's like this was our first time getting shot at and shit. But we had okay. we had got pulled over like three nights in a row with guns in the car, so we was a little worried and shit. Uh-huh. We was like, yeah, we ain't, we ain't not here shooting niggas anyway, so we just gonna put that shit up tonight. All right. So we ain't got to worry about that shit. Shit, that's the night we got our ass caught lack. Okay, okay. So how long after that, you know what I'm saying, you in the hospital now, how long after that did the doctors come in the room and they was like, man, we don't know, and they and they gave you the diagnosis. And, and tell me about your mental, how you took that. Shit, I had I had diagnosis before I even got to the hospital. I even got to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, well, I, As we was driving and shit, my, my feet started tingling and shit, like going to sleep and shit. Mm-hmm. And like that shit started like rising up my legs and shit. So when I first got hit, I was like rubbing my like rubbing my knee. Like five minutes later, I can't feel my knee. Now I rub my thigh. I can feel my thigh. By the time we get to the hospital, I can't feel my thighs either. So mm-hmm. I'm already knowing, like, damn. So we get to the hospital, my brother like get up. I'm like, bro, I can't get up, bro. He started crying and shit. He's like, what? I'm like, I can't get up, shorty. I can't walk. So they left me out the van. I go in the hospital shit. I can't feel my legs and shit. So 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 when you so you say you instantly knew, you know what I'm saying, that you that you was paralyzed. So through all this man, like you you explaining them as you explain it, you sound calm as hell, but all this time did you ever cause you know what I'm saying? I've, I've been in a situation when I was around a couple times and I seen, you know what I'm saying, people panicking like, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Was there any a chance like that? We was like, man, I got a call. Who out the bob? I don't know if I got, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm, it's getting dark. Would you, would you ever in fear of actually losing your life or was you just like, man, I, I lost my legs? Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah, I just fear losing my... I don't... I'm, uh, my heart was like beating like Slow as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost stopping or some shit. Like, that shit was weird as hell. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was beating on my chest hard as hell. I don't know why I thought to do that, or I don't know if I thought that that was going to help, but I was just beating on my chest, like, so my motherfucking heart won't stop beating or some shit. All right. All I don't think it was, damn, I'm only 18. I ain't even, I ain't even do shit. I ain't even seen shit. All right. Like, like that look, whatever that feeling was, Whatever that feeling was, like I don't know how I don't know how to explain this shit, bro. I don't know, I can't even explain it, but it was like a feeling like like shit, I was finna die. Yeah. This shit just stopped after a while. It just stopped. Is, is it a is it a life flash before your eyes type of thing, or is it I still got this to do, that to do, that type to do type thing? I got unfinished business to do. It was more like a for me personally because I you know it's probably different for everybody, right. or different individual. Mm-hmm. For me, it was more like a time stop type shit. Like time was moving real slow mm-hmm. for me, but for my homie them, like from the time when I said I'm hit to the time when my homies like heard me say I'm hit, they said like soon as they started shooting, I said I'm hit. But for me, it was like 20 minutes went by mm-hmm. some shit. And I was like going through shit in the back seat by my damn self, like hearing shit, seeing shit. It's getting dark. It's like I'm blacking out. It was just some weird ass shit going on, bro. Right, right. That's and, what I'm um, saying. Ain't really, ain't like even though I couldn't feel my leg when I got to the hospital, that shit ain't register. It ain't really hit me until I, like a month later when I was in rehab. Mm-hmm. Like when I had a breakdown and shit. Like I ain't cry during the um. I ain't cry when I got shot. I ain't cry when I was in the hospital. None of that shit. But as soon as I got to like physical therapy rehab, mm-hmm. and I had to learn how to be in the wheelchair, it fucked me uh-huh. up. Okay, so um, if you do you know specifically like where you was you shot like in a spine? Did it detach a vertebrae yeah. or something like the that? Bullet, um, the bullet the still locked in my spine right now. Okay, and is that for you know what I'm saying life or death reasons or just there's no reason? To, yeah, to they touch say it. it was like. Yeah, the, the the surgeons at the time I was dealing with, they was uh too skeptical about going in there to get it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm actually in the process of um getting ready for this surgery though to get it taken out. Okay, yeah. and, it, and is that something that also they can that they, that could change your the paralyze the the status of that, or is it just to get the bullet out? 
Uh, yeah, it's a very high possibility that um, I can re- I recover I begin to recover faster and um, potentially walk again. Yeah, with okay. this bullet removed. That's why I said that's the risk. Right. They told me to risk before. They told me to risk first, and once they told me to risk, I was always too skeptical to do it all these years. But now I'm like I'm finding out that if I keep this bullet in me, like it could poison me type shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what so, I said. I wanted to walk into that question too because I got a friend. You know, so I was basically one of your homies in the same exact situation, but we weren't in the car. We was outside on the block, and it was a big brawl. He got shot in the back. And, you know, when stuff like that happened, you know, no, it's fast to us, but to them, you know, to him, it's real slow. He been in the wheelchair, but he slowly, you know, what I'm saying, get his strength. You know, what I'm saying, slowly and slowly. So, uh, I definitely uh, hope you get uh, everything go well with that. So, um, appreciate you, brother. So, so now let's talk about a little bit about the rehab. I don't know if you know, but it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So, when 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 you talk about that first breakdown, was it a specific instance that made you have this first breakdown? Like you was tired of the rehab, tired of you need to smoke a wood. What was it that made you have this first breakdown? And how did you, you know, what I'm saying, stay positive to the way you is right now? Uh. It took a lot, brother. Well, I mean, what made me have the first breakdown? I don't know. I was just, um, so it was the normal. You said <laughs> rehab. That's a minute after the shooting, right? Yeah, that's like a month later. Right. So I'm in rehab or whatever. Uh, and I was brushing my teeth. I could go to brush my teeth and shit. Cause, uh, the they had, it was normal routine. The therapist, the nurse come in, wake me up, uh, give me what I need to bathe and shit. Mm-hmm. Help me into the bathroom so I can take a shower and shit. After I take my shower, come out, I get dressed and shit. Now, I was already dressing myself when I left the hospital. You feel me? Like, I was moving quick. Like, how long was you in the hospital? I was in the hospital, like, like, I was in the hospital for like three weeks, three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, three, four weeks. And, and one more thing real quick. So when, you know what I'm saying, you said you automatically knew, you know what I'm saying, that you was possibly paralyzed when it happened. So when the doctors come tell you, you know what I'm saying, is it something, do they just come tell you like, yo, you paralyzed or they bring all your family in a room or some shit like that? Or or is it just like how they tell you you got uh, a disease or something? I mean, well, they necessarily had to tell me because when I was in West Suburban, I couldn't feel my legs and all my right. family was, you know. Right, I know that, but you're saying, don't the doctor still gotta tell you, like, you know what I'm saying, inform, like, oh, yeah, paperwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, how does yeah. that go? Is it like, you know, it's like, they bring yeah, you and your family like, in the room, sit you down, or, or what? Yeah, they came in the room, my hospital room. After I did my CAT scan, I came in with my family, was like, you're paralyzed, uh, the bullets lost in your spine, in a position, how to, in a position, how it's in your spine, It'll be very risky if we try to get it out now. We could potentially wait a while to see if it possibly moves or some things of that nature. And then they just told me like, um, it's a 50 50 chance. Mm-hmm. I might walk again. I might not. So they never told me that. Like the doctors never told me that like, you will never walk again. They ain't never tell me that. Okay. They just said it's a 50 50 chance. And it's all, it all depends on how I heal. All right. So. So, so with that being said, man, we're gonna talk a little bit about the music. So, um, where it was the where, breakdown, brother? I ain't okay. really going to the breakdown. I'm off, I'm off, I'll do your thing. So yeah, I, uh, I go to brush my teeth or whatever, and then I don't know. It just I don't know, like like looking in the mirror. Right, this was in rehab or fall on your way to rehab, my bad. This is in rehab. Okay, so rehab. What part of rehab was brushing your teeth? Learning how to do that shit? Nah, it was just uh. I brushed my teeth before I went downstairs to start my therapy. Okay. To start my like my therapy for the day. So I did my little shower shit. And I, I go back in the bathroom to brush my teeth before I leave and go downstairs. And I'm just looking at myself like sitting down like that shit. I don't know. Something just hit me, bro. Like, damn, I'm in a wheelchair. What the fuck? And it's like, damn. I just started crying and screaming and shit. Oh, man, as hell. Yeah. So, so what type of feelings, you know what I'm saying, does, does, the, that comes with that? Is it ever, you know what I'm saying, is it ever like a, a get back, uh, mentality or is it ever, you know what I'm saying, down and out depression mentality or is it just 
positive vibes, positive thoughts, it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? It could be worse. You know, there's motherfuckers out here that didn't make it from the type of from the type of event. So, how was your mental? You know what I'm saying? Through through all this. In the first year, I tried to kill myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. Well, what, what, what was that? Was it was it the wheelchair? Was it not being able to move your legs? Was it the feeling like people weren't around that was around before type of thing? It was a mixture of all that. So I got a condition called chronic nerve pain. So mm-hmm. like right now, <clears throat> you know how I feel when your hand go to sleep? Mm-hmm. Like the tingling how, and shit? Yeah, that's how my legs... Yeah, that's how my legs and feet feel all day. Yeah? Yeah, like right now my legs is tingling and stinging like a motherfucker. What? Yeah, so, bro. No cap. So what so, type of medication do you take? Like what type of... I stopped. Don't I stopped. So they gave me this... Uh, it's it's no really no it's no it's really no type of medication that can um help nerve pain because you got so many nerves inside your body. Mm-hmm. There's no type of medicine that can pinpoint each nerve and help it. Exactly. So they only give you they only give you things that like make you high, basically. Like mm-hmm. just how you high as fuck. But um I stopped taking that shit because it had me thinking suicidal and shit as well. Uh, is it opioids? I just talked about last guest I just had, man. He had a, uh, he got stabbed in the hand and he had nerve damage as well. He was having nerve spasms where his shit was just, was yeah, just I had that too. Well, I had so, that too. I had, uh, m- muscle spasms. Yeah. And is, is the medication, is it opioids? And it was, it was it, uh, what's they call it? Um, antidepressants that had uh, you feeling that. I believe out. it was, I believe it was opioids and it's a pill called gabapentin. Nerve pain. That's the one. That's the one, dude. That's the one my homie ever was taking for his hand. Neurologic pain and shit. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it was that or if it was the muscle relaxers. I don't know or if it was both of those mixed, but mm-hmm. I definitely was having thoughts of suicide taking that shit. And um, that mixed, like all those pills mixed with weed. Mm-hmm. I was smoking weed a lot. It just had me too out of it. So I'm like, nah. I'm just gonna stick to weed. Fuck these pain pills, and then I eventually got used to the pain, basically. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the the pain, uh, friends acting phony on me. Uh, my girlfriend left me at the time. My family was acting weird. All that shit combined, I ain't want to live, bro. Mm-hmm. So like, fuck this shit. And what changed? I'm to ground myself. What what what? How 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 is has <clears throat> my bad? How do you do that? What you like roll in the tub or, or what? And that, if that's something you want to talk about, and what got you up out yeah. that situation? My brother, my uh, my cousin was helping me in the tub, and when he helped me in the tub, I felt like less of a man and shit. I just like felt like beneath and just. Right. So as I'm as I'm running my bath water, I'm just like shit. When this shit get high, I'm just don't. Drown shit, fuck this shit, fuck living. So the water filling up and shit, I go under the water. Now I'm laying, I'm laying down under the water. Then something just hit me like, why the fuck I want to die? Like what the fuck? So I'm like, yeah, fuck that. But then, but then, but then my slow ass, I'm paralyzed, so I can't just automatically just lift up from under the water. So I'm struggling and shit. Then, then they drown for real. So I finally, uh, shit, God or whoever gave me the strength to get the fuck from out of that water. Come from up under the water, I get to crying and shit. And shit, I move forward with my life. But, uh, yeah, after that, definitely I wanted that revenge, that lick back shit. Like, before that, mm-hmm. before trying to kill myself, we, I, I knew who it was, but I ain't know, I ain't know the exact person, but I knew the right. block, the, right. the niggas, the look, the look gang or whatever. So, my homie was trying to slap, told they ass, no. I leave that shit alone, bro. Cause they gonna know it was us, and it's denied. It's gonna be a whole war. I don't need nobody dead behind me. So leave that shit alone. But as I tried to kill myself, I'm like, fuck that. Niggas gotta die. Niggas gotta die. Grandma's gotta die. Everybody gotta die. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wasn't trying to involve motherfuckers in that shit. Really, I was trying to do that shit myself. But you know, by me being in a wheelchair. Alright, man, I'm finna just live my life, bro. Mm. So, so, so was that the, would you say that was the event that made you, that led you on the path to where you at today? Um, 
Yeah, that and um, seeing all my homies dying when I won the shit. Mm-hmm. In that street shit. Okay. Like, like I said, I had I lost uh, like 16 friends to gun violence, bro. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I was just talking to somebody. He said he lost 10, and I thought that was crazy. So you said you lost 16. So, so with... With you having your own situation, you being paralyzed, being in a wheelchair, <clears throat> being shot, and being shot at is an experience in it, in it as itself, even if you wasn't hit. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and then losing 16 friends, you know what I'm saying? Attempted suicide, you know what I'm saying? All this. What, 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 how did you, did you find the time to, to, to step into the music? How do you put all that into music? But I was always rapping my whole life since I was like seven. And um but I never really like wrote music or I never really recorded it. I was just good at freestyling and like battling motherfuckers and shit like that. So once I got in the wheelchair writing songs. And then I was getting a little disability, so I, I won't know. I ain't really had that money at the time, so now I got a little more, a little more free for money coming in. Now I got time. Now I got money to pay for the studio, all, all right. that. So, oh uh, yeah, I want to say around 20, 2013, I started recording music seriously. Okay, like going to the studio, actually laying tracks down and shit. And I kind of lost track with my question I was really going into. So with all that going on, at any point in time, with all this going on, did you take did you take any counseling or did they give you any counseling? You know what I'm saying? Or was it all just self-medicating and prescription medicating? It was all self-medication, bro. I started meditating. got real spiritual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was already spiritual, but I slowly was starting to become the motherfuckers I was around. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to, I guess, fit in and shit. Right. I was always a spiritual motherfucking and shit and had higher, had higher knowledge about shit. So just started meditating a lot, reading, uh, eating better, exercising and shit. And, um, just observing myself, mm-hmm. you know, watching myself and realizing like what my ego is and who I really am and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of our, um, Pain and shit come from my ego and shit. Okay. Like wanting, wanting, wanting to be accepted and shit. Like most of my pain was coming from not people not being around and shit. And I had mm-hmm. to learn to love my damn self and be happy with myself. Like if motherfuckers ain't around, I shouldn't feel like my life ain't shit just because people ain't around me. Mm-hmm. And, type shit. So. And, and let me ask you this. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that. <clears throat> Well, we we see a lot of people that's not in the situation that you in. That uh, you might see somebody that's paralyzed or like last guess I had, he had got stabbed in the hand. He couldn't use his hand for a couple of years, and it was like the people that you feel like. Do you feel like these people aren't around you? You know what I'm saying intentionally because when we not fucking with him because he in a wheelchair, or is it just because they don't know how to be there for you like you probably need them to be? Apologies, bro. What's the last part you said about that on that question? I said, do you think that you think they intentionally wasn't around? Like we can't, we ain't fucking with him because he in a wheelchair. He can't keep up type shit, or they just didn't know how to be around and to uh, be there to support you. I think it's fifty fifty. It's half. Like half of the people in my life didn't know what to do and how to deal with it, and it kind of hurt them to see me like that. And the other. Just counted me out with bro, mm-hmm. you know. So where he can't really do shit, he can't get on the, he can't get down, he can't, he can't bucket these females with us. He gonna scare the females off, whatever. Right. I don't know what was the name I asked, but mm-hmm. the ones I have had some friends like open up and tell me that it was just hard for them, right. you know. Now I can do nothing but, res- but accept that and respect that. It's just right. from my perspective, though. You think it's hard for you? How, how the fuck you think it is for me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm the one gotta actually go through it. You just witnessing me go through the shit. But I ain't, uh, I ain't really hold it against nobody. I mean, it is what it is, yo. So but yeah, did, some people can't, can't handle did, this shit. Did it show you like the people that you had to cut off permanently? Like, like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Did it show you that as well? Oh yeah, definitely. It was, uh, it was motherfuckers who was just flat out, like, pulled me day one, just flat out. Not fucking with me and like 
like to my face, not fuck with me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you gotta, I man, anybody got time to be taking this wheelchair apart and shit, like just all type of weird ass shit. So, yeah, that showed me like who the fuck really was for real in my life, who wasn't for them. So, for sure. All right. So, with all that being said, man, when you doing music, when you writing your music, who was your music for? Um, so everybody, but it's more so for the young, the young kid in the street that's, that think he gotta be in the street, that think he gotta go kill his ops, that think he gotta go do all this other shit, but he really don't. It's just a choice he making. He don't got you don't gotta do shit. What you doing? Nobody. Mm-hmm. So and- I'm making the uh yes. Yeah, so I don't really. I don't really rap about like shooting niggas, killing niggas. The niggas that shot me were my ops. I ain't had no ops. They niggas that shot me didn't like niggas that I knew and niggas that I be around. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think they ain't they ain't even know that until after they shot me. Right. At the moment of them, at the moment of me getting shot, they were just shooting a random van that was sliding through their block mm-hmm. too wild. But then they found out that oh, a nigga in that van fuck with our ops, fuck them then type shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, so I make music for like, so basically that, I said that to say, I ain't really, you know, I ain't rap about shooting ops and smoking dead niggas and, cause I ain't got no ops and shit. So right. I just rap more so about shit I seen, shit I did. I mean, I was in the streets, so I did shit, but I ain't necessarily, everything I ever did was out of protection of myself. You feel me? I ain't never shoot at a motherfucker just cause, or I ain't never shoot at a motherfucker cause they shot my homie and shit like that. All right. All right. So with that being said, did you start recording after after your incident, or would you always record and you just take it more seriously after? No, I took it serious once I got mm. shot. I wasn't even record nothing before I got shot. I mean, I was mm. I recorded a few songs before I got shot, but I wasn't like super super serious with it. Now, once I got shot, then all my friends start dying, and then it's just like every time I lost a friend, I was just reminded like, yeah, bro, this shit ain't forever, bro. Like this mm. shit gonna end one day, so. You might as well do everything you want to do before this shit over. You know how to rap, so rap, nigga. Right. So, so now that it. so so now that you rapping, you know what I'm saying. You done been through what you've been through. What's your, what's your and what's your what's your mission? Uh, so I do uh, community work too. So I've been working with community activism for the past like six years. So I ran an after school program for like four years. My own after school mm-hmm. program. Uh, and I work closely with a um. What, what kind of school program? What type of things y'all begin into? Oh, uh, so in the, at a school program, I had like fifteen to twenty um freshmen to seniors in high school boys. Um, they did a, they did a project on drug abuse and violence, and then they got paid. So I basically coached them through research, taught them how to do research and shit. We researched drug abuse and violence. How how is drug abuse and violence um one and the same? How's it affecting the city? How's it affecting the communities? Um, and what can youth do to change that shit? And uh, they got paid to be in the program and shit. I create the curriculum, all that. I did that for like four years. And then, I, um, while I was doing that, I was working with this, um, other community organization named Good Kids Mad City. They, uh, pretty known in the activism scene. Um, working with them, did a lot of shit, went to Las Vegas to the, um, speak to the presidential candidates before this election that just came up. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of shit. Uh, went to New York, did some work out of New York with some community organizations. Did a lot of work. Okay. Now I'm trying to um, I'm trying to start my own nonprofit. Well, basically I mentor me and other people in wheelchairs. We mentor newly injured youth, like young people that just got shot and put in wheelchairs. Be they mentors and shit like, so basically, so they could have what I didn't have when I first got out of the hospital mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, and then that's definitely dope, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just, a, that's like the main thing that I think a lot of, that the city need, especially with the young black men, is we don't have other black men, you know what I'm saying, to look up to. Like, when I always explain people like my situation, my mother loved me to death. She did everything she could, but I fell in love with the streets, and I didn't have a man, you know what I'm saying, that was going to be at home waiting to beat my ass for fucking up all day, you know what I'm saying? So, it not even just beat my ass, but to just tell me the right way to go type shit, you know what I'm saying? So... That's that's definitely dope what you're doing, man. So so what you what you doing that is is it okay. anything is it anything you know what I'm saying that that any times that you be like well let me ask you this first of all, would you being an activist you know what I'm saying and having your hands and feet 
10 toes in the street. What do you think the main issue is that the city faces, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to the violence? Like, what's what's the driving force behind the violence, in your opinion? Um, in my opinion, is lack of resources and egos. Mm-hmm. So, these young people barely got anything, really. You know, they probably got backgrounds and shit, so it's a little harder for them to get a job. It ain't impossible, but it's harder. It's harder for them to get a job. So the quickest thing to do is go sell some drugs. But while you're trying to sell drugs, you got to worry about niggas robbing you, shooting at you. Y'all into it now, all type of shit. So motherfuckers' egos, like I can't, I can't let go of the fact that you shot my homie. We ain't letting go on the fact that y'all shot this person. We ain't letting go on the fact that y'all shot at us. Like people ain't letting shit go. They pride their egos to hurt. Mm-hmm. So they like shit. Fuck it. Everybody's just gonna die. Right. Okay. So me... really, that's really that's when it boils down to it. To put the simplest way I see it is that it's just people egos, bro. Because okay. the end of the day, that's all that's that's all that's that's all that's, that's all that's being affected. When, right. when niggas when niggas come through your block and shoot at y'all, your ego hurt. I'm gonna just try to kill me. I'm gonna just try to kill my homie. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can either choose to like that uh, that fight or flight shit. You know, right. Now your adrenaline rush is either fight or flight. You either gonna step back, you either gonna go try to get your lick back, or you gonna let it go. Right. But motherfuckers' egos for like, oh, if I let this go, I'm tucking my tail. I'm a bitch, so mm-hmm. hell no. So I'm finna go slide back, and then all that do is continue a system, a cycle of shooting and shit. Oh, Don't nobody want to be a bigger person and say. I forgive y'all, bro. Let it go. I forgave the nigga that shot me, and I got called a bitch for it, all type of shit. But I don't get no fuck. Mm-hmm. And we, that's a that's a lot of stuff that you're talking about. It's a lot of stuff I just had talked about in my last podcast with uh with one of my, one of the guys. So with that being said, how much of the the driving force do you think is systemic? Just as far as you know, what I'm saying twelve, not really policing. Just as far as you being able to get access to a firearm and an eight ball faster than you was to get access to a job. You know what I'm saying? How much do you think is, is of that? Do you think is systemic? I feel like that shit is a hundred percent systematically put in place for mm-hmm. shit for show. The reason why it's the ghetto is was created. Shit. The project was a project for real. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't no, they ain't, they ain't just saying shit. Uh, Chicago segregated as hell. Um, it just fucked up. But I feel like to be just just to be hundred percent honest, it's kind of like 50-50. Well, no, it ain't fifty. It's like fifty thirty. Cause it's like Cause a it nice is, it started a home. nice portion of the home. shit, a nice portion of the um of the lack of police help is coming from the community though. Because ain't no don't nobody ain't nobody snitched. Right. So it's like on one hand we say, "Oh, the police don't solve no murders." Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody saying shit. Motherfucker could have solved everything. They're not gonna say shit though. Right. Soon the police come to y'all see anything. Everybody's saying, "No, no, no." The motherfuckers know they saw shit though. So right. it's like on right. one hand we complain the police ain't doing shit, but on the other hand ain't nobody gonna step up and talk though. So right. it's like, how yeah. much could they do if we ain't? But that's, shit? that's the that's the that's the thing. See the police they quick to jump on TV and be like, "Yo, we need the community help with this, this, that." You know what I'm saying? But when AT go to twelve with this information, you know what I'm saying? They just send AT back home with fifty dollars. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's killers. The same people she just told on they they still on the streets. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I don't think it's necessary like motherfuckers don't because a lot of people want to tell, you know what I'm saying? Because there's good people living on these city blocks, you know what I'm saying? Like our aunties, oh, there's good people, you know what I'm saying? But Thanks. it's how far is 12 going to protect us? If I if I turn dude in, is his is his people going to come get me before 12 or what? You know, I think it's, it's right. more of that, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely hear what you're saying at the same time. I know, that's, that's definitely so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I ain't saying... I'm not saying... That when people do snitch, the police do something. All I'm saying is, me personally, I don't think I could measure right. if the police really help it or not. If all I see is motherfuckers right. not telling, ain't no community relations between uh, the people and the police, though. Exactly, that's what we need. So if we gonna if we gonna have a ass, but so, really, shit, we should be able to police our damn exactly, self, like, how the case, exactly. How the gang's supposed to be exactly. The Panthers, you know? all that. 
So, so with that being said, tell me, tell me more exactly about your foundation, what you plan to do, and what's your, you know, what I'm saying the, the overall mission with that. Yeah. So the, uh, the name of the uh, now probably gonna be called Moving Forward. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, because it's like once you get out that hospital and you in that wheelchair, you gotta start moving forward. You can't live in the past. All right. Uh, that's one of the main mental health issues that people that have been shot at or shot, paralyzed or whatever. The trauma comes from us being in our head, reliving us, the situation. Is, over is that something over that over. you do? Is that something like, you know, like you see the movies in a balloon pop, you know what I'm saying? Do you ever experience any type of PTSD from, from that event? I was. Like I seen somebody, I seen uh, some balloons get stuck in a ceiling fan and my man jumped on the floor, got on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing too. That's why uh, another thing about like the mental health and stuff, you know, uh, black people, that's why I asked you if you had any counseling because, you know, people go to Iraq and I understand you fighting for the country and stuff like that. And they lose, they might lose a friend that they only knew for six months, but us here in the city, we'll lose somebody that we know all year, watch somebody get shot that we know all our life. You know what I'm saying? And we don't get no type of assistance, no type of counseling, no type of stuff like that. That I just, I don't, I just think that's a bad, that's one of the reasons the city fucked up as well. It definitely is, brother. You hit it right on the head. Now, um, yeah, I was, uh, that's why I stopped carrying a gun and shit, because I was pulling out guns on motherfuckers for, for startling me and shit. Mm-hmm. All type of shit. I was kind of fucked up, bro. So it took me a little minute. I ain't like the 4th of July. I just, I just got back comfortable with the 4th of July. Yeah, that's another thing too. I hear about too. A lot of people got shot. July. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I did. I hated that shit. I hated the sound of fireworks. All that shit. Like, oh. I just, yeah, it's like, jump. And it's like a whole fucking shiver go through my whole body type mm-hmm. shit. Like, oh, shit. Okay, so. Yeah, I shot it a few times when I got in the wheelchair. Yeah. Started in the wheelchair. Not me personally, but other motherfuckers I was around. Right. So, like, still so, trying to, still so. trying to move and be seen and shit and be cool and shit. So when the bullets start flying and you in a wheelchair, though, what do you what do you, what do you what do you do, though? Do you just stop people seeing, try to see the best? But I always tell people if you can, Joe, try to see where the bullets coming from and get up against something or lay down and get something. Though. Yeah, I know sometimes right. your instinct is to flight. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta know you don't want to run into some shit at the same time. Facts. I mean, I only got shot at. I want to say about, I think like two times. First time, a uh, motherfucker was pushing me, got me up out of it. Motherfucker pushed me up out of it, got me out of the way. Uh, the second time, right. shit, motherfucker left my ass. Oh, yeah. Everybody ran past me. So, <laughs> so, so how you, how you feel about that? You feel like, do you I feel like, like I don't brand. blame niggas or you feel like, or you feel like yeah, motherfuckers I don't blame, blame niggas. Hell no, I don't blame niggas. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't blame somebody for not having something in them. Mm-hmm. Just ain't got it in you. When you heard them gunshots go out, you ain't had the courage to make sure I was cool. You, you was full of fear, so you ran. Right. So I ain't mad at you. you did, so you did what any so, human to do. So in the last situation, was it like now I just got to see what the fuck going on around me and see where the best place for me to go, or how did you handle that? Yeah, uh, I saw what dude was shooting from, so I was already cool. But he had shot out like a tire. He had shot like a tie out out of one of the cars that was parked in front of me, mm-hmm. and my wheelchair wheels got air in them. Mm-hmm. But all I'm hearing is like, something. This nigga done shot my ass. Damn. So I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, this nigga shooting at me. All right. So I hopped on the ground and like crawled under the motherfucking car. Oh, okay, okay. But scraped my knees up and shit. Yeah. But I ain't no fuck. Okay, okay. So I right, you talked a little bit about your nonprofit. You know, what I'm saying helping guys who just got uh got hit themselves adjust you know what i'm saying so as you've been adjusting getting better with your own adjustment do you just focus on you know what i'm saying the basics you know what i'm saying being able to take care of yourself or are you doing extra stuff like you know what i'm saying um playing basketball in a wheelchair learning how to drive in a wheelchair stuff like that uh i'm mainly just exercising yeah, doing exercising. music music uh, you know, I, I was, I was hooping and shit before I got shot, but I was more so focused on like, I was a dancer to be honest. Like, I used to be dancing and shit. So I'm mad to say I can't dance no more. So I ain't really like, I ain't really 
don't really miss sports and none of that shit, so I don't really get into the sports and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's mainly just doing physical therapy. I do therapy at my crib, uh, exercising, writing music. Uh, I'm working on a documentary. It's almost done. Okay. About me and a few of my partners that got shot. Uh, some of them got put in wheelchairs too. Other ones just got shot. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about the documentary. What's what's going on with that? Oh, so the documentary, I'm just explaining my life story. Oh, well, I ain't gonna say my life story, but my life um, after my sh- after my shooting and shit, uh, what I went through. Uh, then it's about like I want to say five or six of my homies, um, two of my homies in wheelchairs, they in it. They telling their story, how they got shot, what happened to them, where they was at, shit like that. My little cousin that just recently got shot up in October, got hit, got shot like seven times. Got hit in the eye. He lost his eye. All type of shit. He telling his story. It's just basically us telling our stories and talking about how we live with PTSD after that shit and what mm-hmm. PTSD is and you know, kind of like what our conversation done went into, like yeah. mental yeah. health and shit. Right. Definitely like keep that. that bitch. That bitch gonna go up, Joe. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be. It's gonna. Uh, it should be dropping like middle of June. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping it on YouTube and uh, try to get that motherfucker on like Amazon or something. I just gotta find out, well, you know, how I gotta go through doing that shit. Okay, okay. So, with all this stuff you got going on, man, what's your main focus? What do you say your main, your main, your number one thing is? Are you a, a community activist number one? Are you an artist number one? Father? What you know? What I'm saying? What? What is? What is your number one? Your number one thing? Oh, man. Shit, I'm gonna say both. Shit, I'm an art. I'm an activist. Shit. Artivist, I like that. I'm a, hey, I'm, I'm a raptivist. You better go, hey, don't say that shit no more. You better go trademark it, LLC that shit, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a raptivist whole time. So, like, yeah, it's both, bro. Like, I do activism in my rap. That might be a mixtape or a track title uh, right there. I Joe. rap in my, I rap. Hey, you ain't never lying. I do, I do activism in my rap. I rap when I do activism. It's whatever, bro. So, it's mainly both. And I'm, uh, just merging all my talents into one thing, basically. You know? Okay. So I got a clothing line too. I got a clothing line. Uh, then I ain't even got no merch out right now. But yeah, I got a clothing line. I mean, they can find me on uh, social media and shit and see my clothing line and shit. Okay. Uh, TR thirty three apparel. I got hoodies and shirts and shit. Uh, yeah, man, I'm trying to do a lot of air. I see you. I see air. you. Well, what what can the people find the music? Oh, uh, you can find you can find my music on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I got a mixtape on Spotify, um, Tree Rehabilitated. What's, what's the titles? Where the people can find it? What they got to search? Uh, just type in Life of TR33 on YouTube. You can find, uh, that's my YouTube, that's my direct YouTube channel. I got a lot of songs on there, mm-hmm. a few videos. Um, and just look up Tree on YouTube, Tree X, T R E E X, Overkill, T R E E X. Um, T R E E S is not. I got a few. I got a. Hey, I got a few videos. Hey, I'm, I'm already know how that should be. Let me. Okay, I mean, I got another question for you. So, uh, one thing I know that come with being an artist, you know, what I'm saying, even an activist, and in some in some sorts, is is promotion. You know, what I'm saying. So, as far as the hip hop go, you know, what I'm saying, a lot of people use the fact of them being shot as as a promotion tool or stuff like that. So, when you promote yourself, do you ever promote yourself as uh, the handicap rapper or the paralyzed rapper, or or am I just a rapper? I'm just an artist. It's just that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, necessarily not. I don't promote it. I don't promote myself in that way. I probably, I probably start though, but yeah, I just it's just my name. It's just like in my in the in the titles of my songs, it don't say tree the paralyzed rapper. It just right. you know it's a, the tree. Right. So uh, I guess like marketing that way help people. I guess draw more attention to my shit, but um. I feel like once they see the video, once the video come on, they're going to see, oh, this nigga in the wheelchair. Right. That's what I said. I just wanted to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? How a motherfucker, because at, at the music first, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's a, ain't nobody really care. Because when you, you got your headphones on, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't, ain't, ain't how a motherfucker moving around. So I was just trying to see what was your opinion. Facts. You ain't never lie. But yeah, I mean, the music, been, it's been going, it's been going decent. I mean, I got a solid fan base, but it's, it's, it consists of the motherfuckers that know me personally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I want to say a few other, um, people, I want to say at least like a hundred people I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, my shit go crazy. It's just, you know, like I said, I ain't rapping about shooting and killing motherfuckers, which is what's, 
know, really, really getting bumped right now in the city. Yeah. So, well, well, for me personally, Joe, if you real, if you got real bars and you, you got to be saying something. I hate, I hate short songs, Joe. And I like, I got, I got, you got to say something, Joe. But if you got all that, Joe, I'm, I'm definitely going to have you in my playlist. Oh, yeah. That's how I'm coming, bro. I'm, 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 I'm man, look. All right. I'm, I'm spinning scriptures, bro. This is not actual Bible scriptures, but my motherfucking verses could be scriptures, damn now. Still, still talking on the music and stuff and just, you know what I'm saying? How you set yourself aside from not always having to have the, the, the violence, you know what I'm saying? In your music. How do you, do you, is feature something that you interested in or something that you do? And being as though that a lot of the artists in the city might be drill artists, do you be like, I'm not going to do a future with a drill artist and I'm not? Or it's just whoever willing to make art, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's who you go with. Oh, yeah. It's definitely whoever willing to make art. Like, I ain't, I ain't, um, 100% opposed to, um, like, I got to, I just made a song. It's basically part of the culture, man. If you from yeah, here, yeah. that's basically, the culture, you bro. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I, I do listen to drills because it's like, even though I don't agree with everything they saying, I understand everything they, that they speak in my language. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, I'm in the middle too. It's like on one hand, on one hand, I'm like, man, Joe, this music is like negatively influences and shit. It's negatively influencing shit. And it's, um, and it's a tad bit desensitizing motherfuckers and shit, and mm-hmm. it's a tad bit glorifying violence. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like um, it's reality. It's reality, yo. And it's like if some of that shit actually do be sounding decent, like you can't help mm-hmm. but nod your head mm-hmm. to the shit. But then some of the shit just be like entertainment too. You know, right? Exactly. As I said, I had a hip hop artist explain it to me like that, basically saying how like a a actor, you know, what I'm saying they can go to work and play any role and come home and don't nobody look at them different. And sometimes artists get in the booth and get to saying anything. But for me personally, I still gotta. I don't. You know, what I'm saying I I gotta believe what you're saying to an extent. It's different you know though. Saying? It's different though, game because. Acting movies don't influence reality like music. No, that's what I said. I agree with you. I agree with you. Like mm-hmm. music is one of the strongest influences on this planet. You feel exactly. me? Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why I say I'm in the middle. Cause like on one hand I can enjoy this shit, but it's like on the other hand, it's like that Pied Piper, that Pied Piper story. Right. Dude, dude played the music and got all the rats about they out their community, and then they ain't pay his ass. So he came back and played music and took all the kids and they never saw their kids again. Yeah. So it's like the metaphor I get from that story is that <clears throat> music is powerful as hell and it can take the kids. It is. That's that's definitely so, true. Yeah. All these little kids listening to Young Boy and listening to Keith on listening to all these rappers and shit, these twelve year old, thirteen year olds, eleven year olds, they 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 getting like desensitized to murders and killing and shit because they favorite rappers saying shoot niggas in the head and and they rapping this shit. No, this shit. I, I saw a little shorty like three, four years old mm-hmm. rapping crazy story and shit. Like, what the fuck? Right, I'm sure. Do we know his ABCs in this motherfucker though? <laughs> Probably Type don't. Shit. So it's like, <laughs> on one hand, it's like, yeah. So it's like, I, I done, I did with and dabbled in with the shit, but it's like I, I do like a disclosure before, like, like, like a few songs I got out that I am talking about some drill shit. I say like, I don't promote violence, like before the shit come on and shit. Mm-hmm. And when they go off, I got like, like a little message come on the screen and shit, like stop killing this shit. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, for that, for those reasons, like my music is like still kind of floating like underground a little bit right now. Cause okay. I ain't really like made that breakout drill hit. Cause I feel like that's what it is. I feel like I don't even, it's Chicago. not even a drill hit, shorty. It's just a radio hit, shorty. It's just that one hit that motherfuckers can make on, get on TikTok with, shorty. That's all it Fact. is. That too. Oh, sure. it's, oh, time. it's coming though. It's definitely that's what I said. Just keep working. I'm definitely, definitely got some shit in the, in, in, in the works. And then, mm-hmm. like, and then nothing too like my bar. I, I already been told like my shit be a little bit too much. Like for real, for real. That's, <laughs> hey, you might that might be that might be exactly what I need. So I'm definitely going to uh, promote your shit. Be a little bit too much. Oh, shorty. So and so so uh, before we get you up out of here, what's what's next on the music and when can we expect? Uh, so. I'm actually going to the studio Sunday. I'm finna drop like uh four new singles. Four five. I wanna say about five. Four. I'm gonna drop like four new songs. Uh I'm shooting a music video Saturday. 
for this song I got. That should be out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then before the summer, I'm finna drop two tapes. Before the summer, I'm dropping two mixtapes and a, uh, and a bunch of videos. I got a lot of unreleased music. I'm finna just drop all the videos for a lot of these unreleased songs. And then in the midst of me dropping them videos, I'm finna be working on two mixtapes. All right, bet, bet, man. I appreciate you for coming on the show, Joe. Hey, we got we got a lot more, we got a lot more uh of working between me and you ahead of us, Joe, because even what you saying with the apparel thing, I got a, a pop-up shop that I, I hold bi-monthly, all type of stuff. I got a recording booth in here, all type of stuff. So I appreciate you for coming on the podcast, man. I'm gonna have to have you back real soon. Bro, hell yeah, brother. Let's tap in, get locked in and shit. Make this shit happen, bro. Definitely, definitely. Make sure you send me all your links and shit too, bro. I appreciate what you're doing too, brother. For shit, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely, like bro. This, bro. That's what I said. That's what I said. Like, I know, I know, motherfucking too many of my people that I know that's talented in everything from clothes, rap to all type of shit, shorty. But they don't get no type of, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nowhere you can go find these people, you know what I'm saying? So that's just me wanting to do my part, though. Appreciate you, brother, for real. All right, so yeah, make sure you send me all the links to everything you got, the cover art, all that shit, Joe. We're going we gonna to tap in, shorty. All right, bro. I'm going to send you all that shit down, bro. All right, bet. In a minute, gang. All right, love, bro. Peace. Love.